Hello, and welcome to Legal Management Talk, the official podcast of the Association of Legal Administrators. I'm your host, Justin Askenazy. Joining us today is Dan Atchison, firm administrator at Jenkins, Wilson, Taylor & Hunt. Dan is the chair of ALA's Professional Development Advisory Committee, or PDAC, which means he's familiar with many of the trends that administrators should know to keep doing their jobs effectively. One of those trends is the emergence of the metaverse as a viable tool for work. And Dan is here to help us understand how the legal industry can put it to use. Thanks for coming on, Dan. Well, Justin, thanks for the opportunity to be here with you today. I appreciate it. So as I mentioned, you are the chair of the PDAC. Can you describe what that committee does and how you keep your finger on what's hot in the industry? Sure, absolutely. Um, So as a committee, PDAC provides recommendations for a broad range of professional development activities, initiatives, topics. We also make recommendations for educational content for ALA's evolving membership. We focus mostly on current and emerging trends. And so while PDAC does help guide ALA's educational strategy, we are not directly responsible for developing the content. Some of the ways that we keep our finger on the pulse uh, of the legal industry, several ways. Uh, Of course, we all keep an eye on the the latest publications. Some are specific to the legal industry and others are not. Um, We monitor the ALA online communities and um, stay in touch with local ALA chapters as well uh, to see what members are talking about, uh, to see what's on their minds. Um, That's true with a lot of other things. a lot of the trends in the legal industry tend to start at the local level and then spread from there. Um, PDAC members, as you would imagine, we all come from different backgrounds. We live in different parts of the country. We have different expertise. So, of course, when we get together each month, uh, we we talk in a collaborative way uh, about what we each of us are seeing, what we're hearing in the legal industry, and kind of a brainstorming really in, ensues. And through this process, uh, some of the content and the ideas that we discuss end up in the ALA uh, publications, webinars, and, and things of that nature. Right. So one thing that the PDAC has flagged as something to watch is the metaverse, this virtual world that was created by uh, Meta, formerly Facebook. Um, I'm sure we all have at least heard something about it. Um, uh, my perception, you know, I essentially saw as this weird other dimension where legless avatars are floating around. Uh, is that accurate? And if so, how does that lend itself to creating a productive work environment? Yeah, so uh, there are definitely avatars. Uh, I guess some have legs, some don't. Um, some can look very cartoonish. Others can look more realistic looking. Some avatars can even mimic users' movements and replicate them in the virtual world. Uh, Of course, the metaverse provides a digital 3D experience as an alternative to or a replica of the real world. So you would certainly say that it's well suited for remote or hybrid work teams. Zoom meetings, of course, uh, we're all familiar with those. Uh, You could argue that those maybe aren't as efficient as a group of people sitting together in the same room. Uh, And that's kind of what the metaverse does is that... um, that, that a video call can't do is that it provides a virtual way for teams to be together in the same room uh, through these avatars uh, in, a, in, a, in a more immersive experience. Um, again, 
you know, you could argue both sides, but that's kind of the main difference between the two and how uh, law firms can use them. So on that note, uh, why do you think this is something that, you know, is coming to the legal universe? Well, the number of companies working in the metaverse is growing, and the metaverse itself is predicted to grow to be an $800 billion market by 2024. So companies like Facebook or, or Meta, as they're now known, uh, Microsoft, Apple, Google, they're all investing heavily uh, in, in making the metaverse a reality. So it's coming, and it will be used by many companies in different ways, I suspect. So. Um, not surprisingly, the legal industry by and large will not be the early adopters of the metaverse, uh, but as it becomes more settled and the benefits become more apparent, uh, law firms will follow suit. Um, maybe not all, but many will. And if for nothing else, the opportunities uh, for new work that it may provide. And so how can the legal industry use the metaverse as a way to conduct business? Yeah, especially as firms are adapting to a post-pandemic operating environment. Yeah, so, you know, the metaverse does allow people to have these real-time interactions and experiences across large distances. So maybe the most obvious firms to first utilize it would be the firms, you know, with multiple U.S. locations or international locations um, where they're already separated by distance. Um, I could see it being used for everything from onboarding to, you know, team meetings, certainly client meetings. Um, I could see it being used as a place to host CLEs or client conferences. Um, I can even envision litigation firms using it uh, as, a, as a place to conduct mock jury trials, for example, and other things of that nature. So I think when we talk about the metaverse today, uh, it's probably similar to how people were talking about the internet in the 70s and 80s. It, it existed in some form or fashion, but it wasn't available to, to you know, mass public. Uh, it wasn't being used by the mass public. Um, and that's kind of how I see the metaverse today is that it's in such an early phase um, that how it will ultimately be utilized uh, could look different by then. Um, but I do think that it's going to continue to be a trend and we'll see more businesses, more law firms operating in the space. And with that will come a whole host of issues, challenges, and opportunities, of course. Right. And can you describe how you see it working in practice? Will firms need to have their own like VR headsets or will there be other ways to access the metaverse? Well, yeah, I think, you know. For the foreseeable future, anyway, the metaverse will require, I think, some sort of VR headsets or other components that, that uh, much like right now, we're on a video call, uh, we need cameras and speakers and, and that sort of thing. So I think that the technology, uh, a critical component of, of that is the VR, uh, you know, virtual reality part of it. So headsets, I do think uh, the headsets, will become less clunky and more refined over time. Um, not like the big, you know, goggles uh, that take up, you know, that weigh five pounds. And I think they'll become much more easy to use. They might look like, you know, sunglasses uh, by the time all is said and done. But um, for now, I think that's something that we'll see uh, as a central component of it. 
Sure. Uh, what adjustments have you seen firms already make as these innovations continue to advance and allow people to communicate in new ways? Well, I think, you know, we're already seeing some firms uh, developing teams of lawyers who specialize in involving areas like the metaverse. You know, the metaverse is a is an unregulated area for now. Um, there are certainly already secondary legal issues arising out of it, like trademark inf infringement um, uh, in, the, in the metaverse or privacy or cybersecurity issues. I do expect at some point we'll see some regulations or laws developed around the metaverse, though. So uh, I do think firms are already um, talking about that and, and getting lawyers um, involved in, in that growing area. Um, so at least one firm that I know of uh, already has purchased property uh, and opened a virtual office in the metaverse. Um, I imagine others are probably considering doing the same thing, uh, and there may be more by now, but uh, I'm aware of at least one. Um, so, yeah, I imagine at some point there's going to be more firms uh, in, in the coming year or, or so who are opening, buying property. Um, and opening uh, a space, if nothing else, to market their services in virtual communities, um, or at least to start to experiment with how they might use it. Um, and you know, as as we uh, as things often happen, right? The the clientele, the 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 lawyers' clients are are getting are going to be younger. Um, so it's another way to open up to uh, uh, another segment of clientele that uh, might use use this type of technology. Sure. And you mentioned potential future regulations. Uh, do you know what those uh, might look like on the horizon? Uh, well, so that's so hard to say because I think it's going to have to be a, um, a, a vast set of rules and, and laws. Um, because really, when you think about it, it's, a, it's, an, it, it's society in virtual form. So, you know, we might be talking about things like um, uh, assault and battery. Can you can you assault in, in, you know, somebody in the metaverse? Yes, probably. Uh, there's already some some um, literature on that. Um, can you harass people in the metaverse? Um, can you commit um, torts in the metaverse? Can you steal in the metaverse? All of these things are um, things that happen in the real world, of course. So in the virtual world, uh, these things are going to happen as well. However, uh, the current structure of laws uh, don't necessarily apply to that environment. So there'll either need to be some sort of reworking or tweaking of current laws to be more uh, broad um, or something else developed. So it will be real interesting to watch. Um, but it's going to it's going to create a lot of challenges and issues. I I presume. Right. Uh, it's really interesting how you know we're already seeing these parallels between you know real world, virtual world. Mm -hmm. Um. So how else can firms use new technology to connect with employees and clients who may be far away? Is the technology now even sufficient? So, yeah, the, you know, the pandemic has taught us a lot. Uh, and, you know, before the pandemic, I don't know too many people that were using Zoom or even heard of it. Um, Zoom, WebEx, Microsoft Teams, 
these are these these have become the go-to tools for um, uh, connecting for for connecting with clients, connecting with employees. Uh, I'm sure that there are more collaborative tools being developed even as we speak. Um, but these three especially have become kind of the the, the go-to, the gold standard, if you will. Um, and because people are are comfortable and there's there's some predictability about how they will work and um, so I expect what we'll see, uh, just like we saw during the pandemic, these platforms that I just mentioned, um, they evolved throughout the pandemic um, where clients, I imagine, through client feedback, uh, they were making tweaks and improvements um, as we were going through the pandemic. Um, and I feel like they've gotten better. And I feel like we'll see continued improvement, maybe uh, an expansion of how we can utilize some of these tools. And to me, um, that makes sense. That makes sense that uh, these, these are the platforms that we've chosen as a, as a business uh, world and um, let's make them better. Um, they don't necessarily need to be replaced with something new or greater, um, but further refinement, I think, uh, through these existing tools is, is, is probably the best thing. For sure. So, and then outside the metaverse and in the legal industry as a whole, are there any other trends administrators should be on the lookout for as we head into the new year? Yeah, so uh, for me, I think that topic is pay transparency laws. Um, new York City has legislation now. So do states like Colorado, Connecticut, Nevada. California has legislation that takes effect uh, next year. Um, so I think this is an evolving topic that will have uh, far-reaching implications, probably for all employers to some extent or another. So definitely worth keeping an eye on this one. Definitely. Uh, okay, well, thanks so much, Dan, for uh, you know uh, telling us uh, a bit about the metaverse and you know how uh, and how administrators can start to utilize that to conduct business. I really appreciate you being here. Justin, thank you very much today, and I appreciate the opportunity, and I hope you have a good one. You too. Thanks. Thanks to our listeners and subscribers for tuning in. If you want to hear more, you can uh, subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, you can learn more about ALA at alanet.org. Until next time.